friends, and welcome to another episode of MovieCast, All You Can Geek Style. We have today with us Mike Sanidi. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. Yo. Yo, no uh, gym tonight, unfortunately, but I'm hosting, so everything's going to be fine. And my name, <laughs> obviously, is Corey. Fine, son. So, um, yeah, we're going to jump right into Substitute the box office. teacher. Yep. Um, you know, make it fun. Make it more exciting. You know, you got to get the... Is it? The, I don't know. <laughs> it's like the whole substitute teacher thing. Who knows? We can mess around a little more, maybe. Uh, we got the box office, and got it. John Wick has taken out Avengers Endgame. Uh, coming in at number one, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, in $57 million opening weekend, which is double the prior... Mm-hmm. movie which that doubled the original movie so it's doubled itself each time uh, and i think they've already announced that uh yeah he knows the fourth one yeah. yeah fourth one's coming in a couple Two years. years yeah so um i'll talk about this movie a little bit later i, I got to see it did you guys check mm-hmm. it out at all probably this week okay yeah no i'll definitely talk about it a little bit later um but i just want to get through these movies here because number two is avengers endgame which passed um 200 2.6 billion dollars uh which is just crazy uh number three is pokemon detective pikachu number four is a dog's journey and number five is the hustle so yeah that's your top five and again um you know endgame is just killing it but it's it looks like it's slowing down and it might not reach um force awakens domestic is probably not happening yeah, um, there's too much competition uh, in June and stuff like that. Yeah, but no, um, and like you were saying earlier, Mike, it definitely is front loaded with all the spoilers that people are worried about. So like, for sure. But yeah. uh, so oh, I mean, there's a certain limit too. To I mean, I think this just goes to show like there's a certain limit to the United States box office, no matter what. Yeah, you know, I mean, even if you like, we're talking about number one and number two. I mean, that threshold is what the 800 million. 850 900 range i mean like it's like bonkers just even get yeah get after that it's like there's only so many people willing to go to the movies that can go to the movies like and multiple times Mm -hmm. because you're not getting you're you're not getting that far with it just you know one one and done or exactly yeah no um obviously it's a much longer movie as well yeah the three hours does, does hurt it a little bit too so um okay so that's the box office let's get into what we've been up to uh mike have you seen anything recently i've watched an episode of legion season two okay <laughs> uh which is where i stopped and uh i just got back to it now that i i went through all of the previous season of agents of shield i haven't saw the new episode or two that are out yet i'm I'm kind of giving it more of an organic break that I'm sure is built into the story since it's been like a year and a half or however long it's been since they've actually aired. Um, So, yeah, I watched another episode of Legion and it's kind of hard to jump back in after not being in that for a while because it's obviously confusing. Mm -hmm. But uh, after a little bit, I remembered, got into it and, you know, it's still, it's the same. It's still really good. I know that there's only going to be, I think, that one more season coming up. But it is a kind of show I think that might be better to have a very set, limited number of episodes. So right. after a third season, when they know that that's it, like I think that would be good. But uh, yeah, I mean, we touched on that last week with uh, 
you know, souring the source and, uh, yeah, you know, for sure. Um, you overstay your welcome. And sometimes you can, you know, just run it into the ground. So, yeah, I, I can't imagine that show. Like if it went wrong, it would go real wrong. I think like after <laughs> a long time, because it's just so out there to begin with. And then near the end of the, each like story part, each section, they sort of like make sense of everything in a way that, mm you kind of don't expect them ever to because it gets, goes so far out there, but I always was kind of satisfied with how they explained everything. So I'm going to keep uh, watching. I'm a halfway about through the second season and I'll be probably watching third season way after it's aired originally as well. <laughs> right. That's it for me. All right. Um, I'll just quickly go as uh, next with um, John Wick. Cause I did see John Wick chapter three and obviously a uh, big fan of John Wick series and, they um they just upped the ante here like way more action. I felt like it was just nonstop yeah. action. Well, the and, budget was ridiculous. I think the budget yeah. was like quadruple, like quadruple what the original was, or something like at least double. I know it was like yeah, it's it, they there. definitely they definitely spent some money on this, and uh, it shows the sets are really cool. The mm -hmm. um, locations they go to are really cool. I definitely have to like give it to them for you know taking them all over the place, mm -hmm. uh, and the um. The, they, right off the bat, the first action sequence, and it starts right after the episode, chapter Last, two. Like, yeah, he has an hour, and like you're, he, they, they, they make it so like, oh shoot, this is not a lot of time to get yourself ready for the excommunicado. And yeah, that first fight sequence when uh, he, he he comes up for it, it's like, it's just awesome. It's just so amazing, and like how they top this, and they just keep going at it, and um, the villains are good as far as like the. You know, if you've seen the trailers, you know, Mark Dacascus, the bald guy, he's one of the main villains. He's got a weird kind of attitude about him, but obviously all the stuff that his crew does is just really cool. And you get to see all the characters from the previous movies, obviously, that are around. Uh, and Halle Berry shows up, and she's actually pretty good in this movie. She, what? It, it shows that she, like, worked out and, like, definitely yeah. did a lot of training. They, they, they uploaded a video of her training, like, mm -hmm. a, a training sequence of hers. I was like, wow, that's... Go Hallie, like yeah. good for you. No, I mean it's pretty crazy that um, it's not that it's crazy. It's just like you don't see actors like this, these na named actors doing the stunts and doing like ninety percent of the stuff usually, and that's really can pull you out of movies. Where mm -hmm. this one really pulls you in because you're seeing these actors do it all. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely yes. it's 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 very impactful in that way, and you get to see a couple of guys from the raid, um, yes. which are you know those movies are just amazing. So. Um, yeah, a great action film. Highly recommended if you just want some good action. And, and uh, I love that you can see everything. Like this is like it's yeah. not cut jumps and right. you know, shaky cam shit. It's like you know they want to highlight the action and you get to see it all. And it's just so if you had to rank the three, I mean I would say this one. I love the action sequences the most. I think the first one still just holds a like a Overall, special yeah, place in yeah. my heart. You know. So, okay. but, um, and two is good. Two, two was not like, like bad or anything. I just think that it's kind of a letdown going from one and be like that shock value. And then you're like, how do you do how better than that? that? And then here three is like, wow, this is like this <laughs> world. And they expand on the world too. Like That's they, good. That's they basically don't, they, 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 you have these questions and they're answering your questions with questions. It's like, oh, mm. shoot, now what yeah. does this all mean? <laughs> so. 
it, am I just misremembering or thinking of something else? But aren't they doing like some John Wick like television series or something? Talk about that, like the, yeah, the Continental or something like that. Yeah, the, the, I, I, on I, the I think there was a rumor or something about that. Yeah, there's John Wick comic book, which had like a couple of issues and mm -hmm. like really long yeah, that, development. That video game right now is on sale, I think, on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, it John looks Wick. weird. I don't know. It's not what I would have pictured for a John Wick game. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's John Wick, and then obviously I know Tony, you've seen it as well. Ah, uh, the dragon finale. in the room. <laughs> the dragon in the room. Yeah. Yeah, the finale. And <sighs> um, I don't know if we want to talk about it a little bit more later in the episode. We can go into spoilers, but if you want to just briefly discuss, well, we can just do spoilers now. <laughs> discuss or disgust? Exactly. Um, it's like. <laughs> I'm not disgusted by it. You know, it's more... In certain ways, I am. I, I mean, for the most part, I, I just didn't care. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. But, yeah. like, some of the parts, like, I'm just like, who, who thought this is a good idea? Like, who was like, yep, this is it. This is it right here. Yeah. No, um, so let's um, let's do a little spoilery here, guys. Yeah. Uh, we, we'll do some, like, five minutes, maybe, if, if that. Uh, I'll put my timer... <laughs> I was but, at least seven minutes. I think five is too quick. Okay, we'll do seven minutes. Let's yeah. do it. Spoilers we'll starting now, guys, because uh, epi the episode, the final, the Game of Thrones season finale, um, episode six, season eight, was it? Yeah, right. Season eight. <laughs> uh, such a fucking trash season, dude. I hated it. The like, whole obviously, we're gonna spoil all the episodes, I think, as well, because yeah, you have to. And this episode. Was such a. It just it's so it was so, uh, so quick like. There's there's no weight to anything you know and right. and again I'll reiterate you know I don't mind a lot of the places that we we wind up or the characters themselves wind up and even the plot lines, mm -hmm. or the threads story threads whatever you want to call it, but it's just so unbelievable how they're like, oh well this happened and then this happened and then this happened it's like. Really, like, like we're just going from A to Z. Like, okay, like there's, there's seriously, like I think, like a one or two month jump, like right after, like a really pivotal, you know, climactic, like thing. And it's just like, I, I don't think that works, man. I really, I really just don't. Yeah, and the um, other thing is like they take things from the episodes prior and then just ignore them in the next episode. Like the mm -hmm. horse at the episode end of the episode yeah. last week. It's like not even on this where did that horse go? What the fuck was the point of that? yeah exactly and then um same thing with the episode before that with the dragons like the dragons are oh well they're taken out because now they have these scorpion ballistas but then the very next episode they don't matter because drago just destroys them all in one yeah. i'll swoop yeah it's just oh my god like i think what i'm mostly disappointed by this season is like almost all the characters i cared about like they're not even dead like at least if they were like they had died you know like Whatever, like I could respect them, like you know Ned or Caitlin or yeah, go uh, out, Rob. Yeah, exactly. Go out. It's like wow. At least you know, like Dora. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but this is just like they lived and like just like and then they set sail for another adventure and it's like oh god, like really, like you had over a decade to work on this and that's that's where we're ending up. Like it, it's seriously like some low hanging like RPG, RPG like offs. Uh, uh, no, like, I'm just, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm not, I'm yeah, not the, it's like the characters, a lot of, well, the characters, they just end up where they started, a lot of them, so mm -hmm. it's like, you go through this whole journey, 
and then you just go and you end up where you began. It's kind of like yeah. uh, kicked to the nuts because like, wait, yeah. why did we go on this trip? Because yeah. uh, everybody's back where they started and nothing's resolved. Yep. So like the thing that <laughs> I guess there's a couple things really bo really bother me, and it's like so when um, John you know betrays Daenerys and you know Osser. It's like supposed to be this really powerful emotional scene because it's like, oh, he's killing the love of the neck, like his current love of the life. But yeah. Like, it doesn't have as much weight because you know they really haven't been together that long, and you know he kind of like backed up as soon as he learned that she was his aunt and stuff like that. But you know he, he stabs her, she dies, and then Drogon just comes up and like just starts trying to like nudge her with its its head to like play with her like it's a dog or something like that, and just like limp, lifeless. And he sees like the dagger and he starts roaring. And it's like, Jon Snow is right there. And it's like, yeah, I mean, animals are animals. But, like, you'd think he'd be really pissed at Jon. It's like, no, he's going to breathe fire on the Iron Throne. Because apparently he understands that it wasn't Jon that killed his mother. It was the throne and or the wheel, as she referred to it. It's like, damn you, throne. Like, you, you know, put my mother in a blah, blah, blah. And all like, this wouldn't have even happened if Jon just listened to her in the first place. Right, exactly. Like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, there is a way. We all win, and we all get what we want. And it's just shutting the fuck up. And, like... <laughs> It's like, so, like you, you don't want you don't want this responsibility. Fine, you don't I'll want take it. it yeah. Don't yeah, don't tell people about it. Like just be like Sam. Hey, don't tell anybody. I don't want this. I don't care about it. Uh, this is what we're gonna be doing, and that's how it's gonna go. Right. So that's the other thing that irked me a little bit is just that they like she says she play she even says to him like I already told you how this is gonna work, and it's yeah. like you know like <laughs> yeah. you have all this like honor and responsibility like that you feel like you yeah. have to. Like uphold, but why? What? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense for John either, because like he's not Ned. Like if he were Ned, I could understand. Even if he were like Rob, I could understand because I mean Rob died because you know he told the truth. Like he was mm -hmm. just like, nope, I got like I impregnated this other girl and uh, I'm gonna marry her. So it's like, heart. Yeah. Uh, bro, like come on. And it's like this this time he could have followed his heart and just shut the fuck up. It's like, bro, you can't tell me it's hard. You're you're you know Ned kept his secret about you like completely confidential for 20 something years and then you fucking find out in like one day you blab about it and then that person blabs about it you know tell sansa and she blabs about it in like a half hour it's like bro like you're so bad at this you're <laughs> terrible like terrible but hold on going back to the dragon so like you know it's burning down the throne i'm just like oh okay like here we go like that i mean i know it's supposed to be symbolic but it's just so far-fetched and then not only that, so like it burns down the throne, it like melts and all goopy and gooey and so yeah. Then picks up like her dead body and just flies away. I'm just like, so wait a second, hold up again. So like the body is gone, the murder weapon is gone, Daenerys is just missing, and it's like John could just be like, I don't know, she just got on her dragon and just flew away. Like I don't know what happened to her. It's like he could just like walk out of there and just be like, oh, I haven't seen her. So what? He like confessed, like he went up the gray worms like. I killed our queen. It's like, what? Like, why would you do that? Like, other than to like just put yourself through torture, why would you do that? Yeah, it's so fucking dumb. And then, and then, the, like the fact that instead of outright just murdering him right there, like they like capture him and throw him in jail for like weeks. It's like what? Like, no. Like the whole past three episodes, he has been like dead set on vengeance, and like there's no way that he'd be like. 
What should I do with you? I'll throw you in jail and then bring Plus, you to this like, where are the Northmen that came with John? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, like, are they they're doing? just going to let him stay in jail yeah. this whole time? Yeah, exactly. It's so it's so dumb. They just keep jumping around. But then, like, he brings Tyrion to the king's boot and it's like, you know, you know what, what's going to be happening? He's not living, blah, 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 this and the other thing. It's like, well, that's up for the king to decide. Well, who's the king? Well, I don't know. And then he, like, you know, shouts at Tyrion, you don't get a chance to speak. And, like, five minutes later, he's like, Oh, like Tyrion's are doing this like monologue. And like, yeah, they take his advice. Like, you are literally letting this guy who's a prisoner of war, like, elect somebody to be king because you all can't fucking think of somebody like yourself. It's just like, how is right, it? So, so, by the way, guys, um, seven minutes has been up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we're, we're gonna so get funny. out of spoilers. We're gonna yeah, get out of spoilers. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll do a spoiler cast when Jim gets back. Definitely. The, um, the, the season eight was a big letdown. You can't deny that. Uh, we all think, I, I mean, for me personally, I do I agree with Jim. Uh, I, the Night King needed to be the, 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 the yeah, the final boss. Like, like that should have been the thing that like everybody, like all your characters, like that's what they needed to die. That, that's the hill they needed to die on essentially. And, um, you know, instead of we had to go back down to King's Landing and stuff and, and then we'll talk about it. But um, yeah, it just, uh, it's a letdown, you know, it definitely felt rushed. It felt like that, they didn't give the characters enough time to really develop to get to the points that they ended on. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I mean, that's the Game of Thrones. Is there anything else, Tony? Uh, that you so, watched? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's something minor, but um, um, I watched uh, Street Food on Netflix. I'm not sure if you heard of it. Um, it's actually so. it's really cool. Like, um, I don't know, mini documentary series on Netflix. Netflix is original, um, where like they go around to like street food vendors in like um different countries and just like talk about like some of the street food and like get stories from like the people that are there Mm. so the first season uh is all about the asian countries and stuff like that so um you know they have one for korea they have one for china they have one for taiwan vietnam Mm. thailand that's uh so i was like oh that's kind of interesting because like you know i i love street food and i think it's like one of those things where you know you get close to the culture rather than just like the refined cuisine because it's like you know opposite ends of the spectrum it's like yeah i would love to have like five star restaurant food to experience that but you know at the same time like that's not what eat the common everyday people are eating so it's like well, what do they eat um so it just goes and they talk about like some of the dishes what the inspiration for the dish was or like how it even came to be because you know a lot of them it's like they were developing countries and they're like yep well like my grandfather used to fish and he fished too much so you know to, to bring it from uh, Going bad, he fried it in um, sweet potato flour and uh, threw it in some like broth one day, and it's like became some soup. And then it just like spiraled out, and like it became a you know street food vendor. And it's like now it's famous, and they have like ten locations in China or some crap like that, where just like you know lines out the door. And stuff. Yeah, it's like this thing with street food is usually you got to work with what you got. Yeah, exactly. And so that like from that aspect, I really appreciate it because it's like it shows like a lot of ingenuity and creativity because you know it's like. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I was talking about like my, my Master Chef like binge, where I just like love that because like you know, it, it's one thing when they're like, "Hey, you have full access to the pantry, make whatever you want," but it's even tougher when they're like, "Here, you have what's in the box, and that mm-hmm. is it." And like that's when you get to see like true like culinary skills because like how do you stretch? What you know, I think like one time like they had like one piece of chicken and is like, <laughs> okay, like cool, whatever. Um, so you know, it's fun. I wouldn't say it's like amazing, but. Um, for the culture aspect, like I, I like the episode on Taiwan because you know uh, I have my mom's side of the family is from yeah. Taiwan, and you know I watched the the Korean episode and stuff like that. Uh, but it's just really cool, and um, I would recommend it just like if you're like not looking for something that's 
too deep or too serious. Obviously, it's one shot episode, so it's like before they move on to another country, so it's not like you have to worry about like mm-hmm. storyline or anything. You can jump around and yeah. whatnot. You're not watching any particular order, but that's about it. Nice. Uh, I did want to mention too. Uh, you mentioned Netflix. I forgot. I did watch Lucifer season four on Netflix. Oh, wow! Nice. You and it, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool um, that they brought it back for one thing, uh, and they do go into like a very a much more supernatural aspect because uh, mm-hmm. you know Lucifer. It's like it's a basically it's a cop. Um, Buddy cop. Who done it of the week, like the daddy of the week, and uh, whatever. But it's at the same time, it's like he's the devil, and there's angels and. Heaven and hell exist, and all that stuff. So they kind of delve into that a little bit in this season, and um, it's interesting because they know they have ten episodes now, and uh, they they are they can you write it for that, like, and it's all coming out at once, so they can write it for that. But at the same time, they still do the procedural aspect. Like this episode is contained, but then there's a little bit of a story thread that goes into the next episode, and then that started to like later in the episode started to much more be serialized so I, i'm curious to see if they kind of make it much more serialized in the later in the next season so mm-hmm. but it's good uh, i do enjoy it um all right so that's what we've been up to uh, let's get into the news and to kick it off um we had stan lee didn't get to see avengers endgame uh, and, and that's unfortunate like he's obviously yeah. you know the face of Marvel and he does his cameos and he was able to be a cameo. He had his cameo film prior to the movie being finished, but uh, it is unfortunate that he didn't get to see that before he um, passed away. Um, Moving on though. uh, We do have masters of the universe movie news. I didn't realize they were going to redo this movie uh, because the Dolph Lundgren is a masterpiece. You don't need to do anything with that. (laughs) No, it's um, I don't know. Uh, what do you, how do you guys feel about a He-Man movie? I feel nothing. It's before my time. I don't care either. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, not like I dislike it, but like, I mean, I think I had like one or two toys from it when I was a kid. And I'm, I'm sure I watched the show, but like, it never like fully engaged me. So like, and especially look, looking back, like a lot of those cartoons from back of the day aren't good. I mean, to begin with, like, especially if you like look back at it now, and I don't blame it because, you know, it was a newer thing, but like, I don't think He-Man holds up at all, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I haven't seen an episode in a while, but I'm just like it's eh. interesting. And I do think that um, they're trying to capitalize on the fantasy side of things because of oh, how popular, you no, know, just how yeah, just how popular fantasy's gotten. And mm-hmm. I don't, like, other than that, I don't see what a draw of He-Man is. Like, I don't know. It's just more of like a nostalgia. Like, let's just play on people's nostalgia of it. Yeah, is there right. nostalgia for it though? Like, I mean, I just. I don't know when, when when somebody says He-Man, like the thing that popped in my mind is like that damn sword, the power of Gray Skull. I have the power in a fucking green gigantic tiger, and it's just like, is that much to go by? Like, I don't know, I don't know. Or well, like, I, I mean, the She-Ra did that work as a cartoon? I think people like that, I think it's right? Popular, but I, I think yeah. they took a huge deviation from the. I the do agree. Yeah, they probably did. Uh, so the deviating from the source material a lot then okay yeah maybe yeah. you could do something but like if it's like oh we're making a modern movie about he-man i'm just like but why yeah it's kind of like a kitty conan that's <laughs> what, exactly. what it is it's calling for kids um yeah um let's keep it moving here because uh we have the the tracking on dark phoenix the X-Men movie <laughs> is not looking good. Um, it's like looking dark, would you say? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It might, it's this not is what like it's going to rise from the ashes. The ashes. <laughs> uh, uh, what's yeah, that? So, 
Um, it looks like Endgame may in one day beat what this opening is. Um, who knows? But uh, um, they're saying it's, it's tracking for it, the opening is going to be far more than the gross, like the total lifetime gross of this movie. Like, oh yeah. But they're saying it's gonna it's tracking around fifty million or so, which is <laughs> very low for an X Men film. I'm surprised it's that high, to be honest. <laughs> fifty is really bad, dude. Like. I mean, super bad. Like, what, I mean, did, first, what did first class open at? Like, I think it was like ninety something. I could be wrong. Let me see. I think first probably in the seventies or there. more. I imagine. Uh, I'm curious what Ant Man did. Uh, Ant-Man. Right, let me see. X Men. Have that up. Uh, opening weekend. Oh wow! It was, it was actually fifty five. So that's first class. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Wolverine lives X Men movies. No. People don't care about him, I guess. Isn't he in this though? No, no, no. Oh, he's not. He hasn't been in a, 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 a X Men movie since he Days of Future Past, yeah, yeah. yeah, or Wolverine, yeah. Uh, they, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen any of them, but uh, uh, so the original Ant Man opened up at fifty-seven million. Yeah. That was so I mean, if you so. can't beat the original Ant-Man, you're not looking good as a as a superhero movie. It's uh, just no one knows what this even is now. Like, which timeline is this? Doesn't matter because it's just gonna end. And it's again, it's all like the mm-hmm. the like secondary B list like timeline, really. In yeah. my view, no, it's, it's weird. I know we're talking about Dark Phoenix here, but like when the uh, New Mutants trailer came out, the buzz around that trailer was really good. Like people were like, mm-hmm. all excited for this, and then they're like, oh wait, people are excited for this? Well, now we need to like make changes on it because it might do better than we expect. And now it's not going to come out forever. Is that coming out this week? or The Dark Phoenix? Yeah. No, no, it comes out in... Um, uh, next uh, two weeks. Yeah, June. June. Um, but yeah, so... I, the funny thing is I do want to see it's kind of like the same thing I had with Game of Thrones. I know this is like the last mainline X-Men movie like from this. It's like I kind of have to like see how it concludes. No, the last one was Days of Future Past. Well, <laughs> and then the last and then good one. Wolverine was the epilogue. These are oh, Logan. Nothing. Logan, whatever. Yeah. No, I mean that's and that's how they're treating them and that's how most people are treating them. So it's it's, it's unfortunate. And it just seems so weird that they're getting this storyline wrong twice in a row like yeah. you had a you had you had a it's second that chance where they got the same guy to do it right <laughs> yeah especially mm. so like, <laughs> days of yeah. future past had a 90.8 million opening weekend mm-hmm. it's like it's like eh, yeah yes i mean oh. it's the x-men movies just aren't as popular anymore it's no, marvel's going to um, we also, I mean, we do have other Marvel news here too. Before we get to the big casting stuff, um, and that is that uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show for Disney Plus is going to be a six-part show, and it's going to be written by Carrie Scogland. I hope I said Ooh. that right. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Carrie Scogland is. If you guys, do you have any idea? Nope. No, that wasn't like the reason I posted that. Sure. No, I mean, as far as like what she's been involved in and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But um, it is a uh, a female writer, so we'll see. But um, I mean, she's an Emmy nominee for Inmates Tale, so. Yeah, okay. But the big, uh, I guess the other interesting news coming out of this is that um, Daniel Brawl and Emily Van Camp are also going to be joining the show, which they were in. They were in the winter um, Civil War. Uh, Emily Van Camp. The more that that she is referenced, makes more of whatever happened in Endgame <laughs> sort of weird. 
I don't. I, I kind of don't want to see her anymore. Well, I mean, we'll see. we're gonna get her. Um, Sharon Carter. So some weird yeah. shit going on there. Yeah. And Baron Zemo. So that'll be interesting. Yep. To see what happens. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited. It's six part, six uh, part show, which um, is interests me too because they can really like make it a true miniseries and not have to like pad it out with you know filler episodes and things like that. I feel like they can definitely tell a story and conclude it. And then if they can want to continue with something, it seems like a good, uh, good breaking point there at six. Cause that's how I felt with the uh, Marvel Netflix stuff is like, they should have been six episode miniseries, And then they moved on to a new story kind of thing. Cause they just, some of them just felt too long. Yeah. That's like one of those things where like, there's always at least like two or three episodes, which is like, is this real? like, it'd be like mostly backstory or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the last, the first and last five minutes were the only ones that like progress the story. Right. It's like, Oh, come on, man. Like I, I get you, you signed like a 13 up ep- or 10 episode, whatever it was. It's like, you know, whatever. And I think defenders was the one that actually needed like an episode or two. More. Right. <laughs> like yeah. it was wrapped up super quick. It's like, wait a second. I think you guys got the pacing all wrong on this, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just, like look at game of Thrones. They don't know what pacing oh, what that is. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then finally, finally <laughs> on our movie news here, we get everyone's favorite sparkling vampire. Uh, what was his name in that Robert. show? Uh, oh, Edward. Uh, Edward. That's it. I couldn't remember. It's like what the heck? What is uh, Team Edward? Um, Robert Pattinson has been cast officially, right? Because this is like this has not been like um, is a rumor. This is a rumor, but it's you know one of those it's like almost like officially official. Uh, Variety put out that it was official, but then, like seconds later, other in, uh, outlets came out and said, "No, it's not official. He's the top, like he's the front runner." But he um, apparently is going to be cast as Batman in the Matt Reeves Batman. And to the be Batman. honest, like when I heard this, I was like, "Actually, I- I'd be interested in this. I-, I think that it could be a a good thing." And um, he's actually reinvented his career for the most part, since doing, like, the Harry Potter series. There's a few layers to this. Initially, my initial reaction is, oh, God, no. But then... I I I saw his original reaction as well. I thought for a second, and I'm like, well, he's a decent age for this. Um, He's older than Bale when Bale did it. When he started. Really? Bale was 30. 31 when Batman Begins came out. Okay. Um, And he... uh, He's has kind of the look actually. Like he's six one. He he's got that kind he of can bulk up too. I mean, he's got plenty of time to. Yeah, out. I'm not really worried about that. Every like professional actor in a superhero movie does that now. So not the not... suit. You can build that into the suit. Like it's not yeah. like yeah. I mean, look <laughs> so, at Zach Levi. <laughs> no, but yeah, so he's got he's, he does have the big jaw, <laughs> which is uh, funny because again, I really wish Jim was here because Jim was like complaining about his jaw and well, saying he, he should complain it. about Ben Affleck's too. I, I don't know what he thinks about you know what type of jaw he needs. Loves, uh, he wants what that type of jaw needs to be in, in the Batman thing, but no, I think you're looking for that square. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not no, that that not that this part even matters that much because everyone kind of looks the same in a Batman suit, more or less. <laughs> But um, I don't know. It might work out. Um, now, the big problem they have to face is publicly, like the general public, he hasn't really turned his career around because no one knows anything that he's done well, since the reaction. Most yeah, a lot of people have. <laughs> since yeah. Uh, Twilight. Yeah, um, but I mean the thing is like he made so much money off of Twilight. It's one of the things he only did like passion projects and stuff like that. It was mostly yeah. like, and he, where he got to like kind of test his range and his his 
like different yeah. abilities and skills as an actor, not just hey, fill this role because that's who you yeah. are. You're the team. Right. Rob. The only thing I found because like I'm not, I'm never gonna like really. I don't say asterisk because like I don't expect to, but I'm sure I'm wrong that I've done it lately. Where like with somebody's cast, like ever since the Heath Lo uh, Ledger thing, like I'm not gonna do that anymore because like I was like Heath Ledger, like really, and then, like yeah, the people are like, hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. but but then there's a Jesse Eisenberg for every one of those two, and where we knew from the beginning, like how is this gonna be not shitty? And it's like, oh wait, it is just as shitty as we were afraid. Yeah, like <laughs> the thing is like I'll go in with skepticism or something like that, but I'm not gonna outright be like, mm -hmm. oh, he's hate like. Ooh, like he can't do that. It's like, all right, yeah, I mean, Robert, like, thing is, like, I mean, he he is uh, a conventionally attractive, you know, white man. So it's like the Bruce Wayne part, obviously, you put him in a tuxedo and I'm and sure he's it's English, like, so it fits. No. I mean, all good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, so and I, I kind of hate to say this, but I'm going to go there a little bit, although I haven't actually watched more than like a few minutes of <laughs> Twilight movies because. They're, they're kind of funny to watch, but there is an aspect to a brooding vampire that is a little similar to an aspect of what oh, Batman does. So <laughs> it's not it's not way out there. It's not like he was like a happy-go-lucky like powder puff girl or something in his <laughs> in his previous role that he's known for. It's not it's not a huge jump, really. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that he could. Bring something interesting to the table for I sure. I always think it's funny because there's so many, you know, obviously like nerds, and I, mm -hmm. I'm using the word nerds as like derogatory term. I'm like, like, you know, I'm a nerd, but I'm calling out other nerds because it's like, oh my god, the Twilight Vampire, really? It's like, mm. it's like, yeah, get mad, dude. Like, Sparkle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, the the other thing is like, uh, of the people that are like rumored to be the others uh, are. I think. Yeah, no, they're worse. No, I, I think, think they're worse. Like, I'm like, um, no, I don't want to see this Nicholas Hulk guy. The guy that played Beast in the X Men movies, nah, he does yeah. not look to, like Batman to me at all. No, like, he, no he's not even a good Beast, really. No, he's <laughs> uh, and then the Army Hammer, like, uh, he's more of like a, he's too much of like a, you know, jock kind of football yeah. jock guy. Like, I'm not a big fan of that guy as, as um. As Batman, Bruce Wayne. I don't think he's got the acting chops actually to pull it off. Uh, so, like, yeah, just the the actors that they had as um, the other people they mentioned. I was actually more worried about those yeah. than Robert Pattinson. This is how we get the Pattinson. Like, Pattinson yeah, instead of Batflick, it goes to Pattinson. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I don't mind it. I do. The biggest issue is just the baggage that comes with this known actor and stuff, and that you know. There, everyone, and then even the other way is that the, his crazy fans are like, "Oh, now Kristen Stewart needs to play a Catwoman." It's like, "Oh no, <laughs> no." When I saw that, I'm like, "All right, that's enough, internet." I I, I do think it's <laughs> interesting because, like, on, on the online um forums and discussion I, I've seen, it's like, "Cool, so Robert Patterson is going to go from having like, um, you know, uh, younger-ish and, and then some sort of some middle-aged women lusting after him to like, you know." probably like nerds like lusting after him like oh he's such a good batman now and something like that because like i don't know I, I have a feeling that's what it's gonna be like the movie's gonna come out and everybody's gonna like turn him be like oh wow he's actually a really good batman like best batman ever and it's like uh okay like i see how this is gonna go but you know no it's interesting it's just we can't know christian stewart cow not even that she'd be bad it's just the two of them <laughs> together yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, that's is one actress I would actually be like, no, like whatever she's cast yeah. for, like no, because like I don't know, she's fucking. Oh really? All the time in the Twilight movies, like this is her expression. She's like, like he, she has her mouth open, yeah, like, like 
the thing is, like, I can't blame the actors for Twilight because this I was did. a movie based off a of fan fiction of a like, or no, this is not fan fiction. It's not necessarily fan fiction. It just, it's just sort of like fan fiction. Yeah. All Fifty Shades of Grey was fan fan fiction of Twilight. But it's like this movie is just like the, the source material. Let's just be honest; is not the like greatest um, source material. No, so. but I do think Kristen Stewart is a little bit of one of those actors that like acts one way in all their movies. Uh, like, and then I think, I mean, again, like she's been in a lot of indie stuff. That yeah, but uh, I mean, if I've seen clips, I think occasionally, and it kind of looks. Oh, insane. we'll get to see her in Charles <laughs> Angels. She's coming up in that, I think. Oh, oh good God. <laughs> but um, as far as yeah, uh, I do like this casting. I think that it. It could work, and I like it. Although I may, have, I may have preferred someone who we didn't know at all, to be honest. Yeah. But like what this what this means though is that um we are obviously getting a younger Batman, and well, it, it was going through some of his. Not, I mean, how much do you want to bet we see Martha and Thomas get shot in this movie? Like it's wow. it's gonna happen, right? I would. I mean, I wouldn't even bet on it because, like, it's a guarantee. It's like, will the sunrise tomorrow? Like, yeah, okay. It's like a almost one hundred percent possibility. Yeah, I mean, something... I would be surprised if they didn't. Like, I would actually give DC. No, absolutely. Care. Like, the pearls falling down like in slow motion is a guarantee somewhere. Like, <laughs> even if we don't see the bodies, it's, we're gonna see pearls falling on the street and so mash. I remember that was like one of the scenes that like just drove me nuts. And what was it? BVS. Yeah, just, yeah. Why are we doing this? Like, like well, is it, it was like, yeah, flashes between him as a kid and like, and then to the parents and all that stuff. Like, who the fuck doesn't know the origin of Batman at this point? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, you no, know, I, that's, that's why I actually like really enjoyed Homecoming because like they didn't do like just like start out with like, oh, like I got bit by a radioactive sweat. They're just like, yeah, this happened. Like, yeah. no, I mean, he basically was already Spider Man by the time people found out about him. Yeah, so yeah, that's great, and and you don't need that. You don't need to do it with this movie either. But I, I don't see how they don't. <laughs> the um, other rumor about this though is that the Penguin and Catwoman are going to be featured in this film as yeah, well. That's why people are talking about the casting for Catwoman like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So people are remembering Halle Berry back. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> to be unfair, I thought Anne Hathaway was a great Catwoman. I did not like her at all as Catwoman. No, I think she was good. I mean, I like her as uh, in general, so that's that's probably why. I like I like the um the little cat goggle ears that she had. Was... Look at it. it looks stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what this uh, new Batman will be, uh, and how I'm it excited. will be separate from the rest of these movies. Well, uh, I mean, they could still prequel it, still get away with that. We'll see. I mean, in in less than two months, San Diego Comic Con is what I'm telling you guys. Like, that's when we're gonna find out next actual concrete plan. Do you really think we're gonna find out though? Like, one hundred percent. They have to. Like, DC slate in the next few years is just like question marks. Like, you have the um, Joker movie. What? That's, that's this year, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have what? The Suicide Squad. Okay, and Aquaman two, right? Those and are the Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is <laughs> so it's like I mean they have to talk about something because like I don't know if they want to do the connected universe still like they have to I don't know they've got some well, I mean, they do I agree they need to talk about something but they, at the same time like whenever they announce something who knows it's gonna happen now like we're right but at least at least we'll have an idea because like right now it's just like oh uh, it's like where are we getting Green Lantern Corpse and the Flash movie uh, break uh, Flash point i don't think they'll ever touch green well no flash got canceled that's what i'm saying like that's yeah. why like, yeah. where's green lantern corpse that's not happening like 
So, uh, yeah. and obviously we're not getting just like two. Yeah, if if anything, Green Lantern's just gonna get hulked. It's like the 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 dude in like the team up movies. Uh, yeah, and, like, I see that them. happening actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't the, the crazy thing though is like Aquaman and um, Shazam were both solid films. Like they were they were fine, and I mm-hmm. I like Shazam a lot actually. So yeah, I still need to see that. I wanted to, but just didn't have time. Mm-hmm. No, so they, they have pieces. They just have to figure out a way to put them together logically at this point. Well, they just needed somebody else who was more, um, who could appreciate the characters a little bit more and didn't want to make them realistic and have them in the courthouses talking about morality and shit like that. Like that's... Again, I, I didn't even mind that aspect of it. Like that, that take on it could have been okay, but sort of just went off the rails <laughs> by the end of it. It's just too much of it. Uh so anyway, that that I think is going to wrap it up for the movie cast, guys. Um, tell us what you think about the Battenson, and if you had any other suggestions for this role, because um, now that I have Robert Pattinson in my in my yeah. site, like, I don't know. Like, that sounds good to me. So <laughs> you know, that's all you can geek uh, a podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Like mm-hmm. us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and check us out on YouTube. Uh, we should be getting their YouTube uh, this one. When Jim's not on, a lot of times we don't get the video up because he's the one that does the magic there behind the scenes. But um, he it's may be magic able to yeah. get this going uh, for us tonight. So now he's expendable. <laughs> um, and yeah, and again, like they said, go check us out and tell us what you think. All right, mm-hmm. guys. Yep. Good night. And remember, it's Battinson, not Patton Man. Yeah.